Dunkin' Cold Coffee can be brewed at home in your Keurig coffee maker with Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods. Just brew it hot over ice and enjoy flavor that's crafted to serve cold. The home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. Hi, I'm Sabrina Steerwalt, and I'm Everyday Einstein, bringing you quick and dirty tips to help you make sense of science. 54% of American adults are coffee drinkers, with the average intake being at least three cups of coffee per day. As you can guess, this adds up. The U.S. spends roughly $40 billion on coffee each year. But the U.S. doesn't even break the top 20 in a ranking of countries by coffee consumption per capita, coming in only at number 22. Coffee consumption proves highest in the land of the midnight sun. Finland and Norway rank number one and number two among the top coffee-drinking countries in the world, although the Netherlands and Slovenia are not far behind. There are over 21,000 Starbucks locations alone in the world, with about 12,000 of those being in the U.S., and our consumption continues to rise. Global demand is expected to increase by an extra 40 to 50 million bags of coffee over the next decade, which is more than Brazil's entire yearly production. With the current threats to coffee crops that come with climate change, the world could possibly face a severe coffee shortage. So what has us all hooked? Let's discuss the science behind the making of a good cup of coffee, as well as its potential health benefits. So what's the science behind a good cup of joe? Coffee beans themselves have little to no taste at all. The flavor, the aroma of coffee, it all comes from the roasting process, which releases a large number of chemicals from the tiny bean. In fact, the average cup of coffee contains more than a thousand chemicals. To transfer those delicious chemicals to our cup, we run water over those roasted beans. To increase our success, we both grind the beans to increase their surface area, and thus more exposure of those chemicals to the water, and heat the water, since higher temperatures, and thus energies, speed up the removal of the molecules from a solid. Lucky for us coffee drinkers, smaller and more water-soluble molecules, like acids, will get extracted first, and those tend to be the tastier, less bitter flavors. Coffee drinkers are well aware that not every cup is created equal. I have rarely met a cup of coffee that I won't drink. A little soy milk goes a long way. But I know others who won't touch, say, a gas station brew, and instead insist upon espresso. The difference lies not in the beans themselves, but in the preparation. For espresso, the beans are very finely ground, almost to the texture of powdered sugar, and the brewing time is much shorter than for regular drip coffee. The way to decrease brewing time is to push the water through the ground coffee faster, so espresso machines can reach up to 15 atmospheres of pressure to move a cup's worth of water in less than 30 seconds. The practice of drinking coffee dates as far back as the 15th century. Although the growing of the coffee plant likely originated in what is now Yemen, legend has it that the power of coffee was first realized by a goat herder in Ethiopia. The herder noticed that his goats became energized and had trouble sleeping after eating the beans. Despite our long history with the brew, we are still discovering new additions to the list of benefits of drinking coffee. Here are six ways drinking coffee helps your body and your brain. Number one. Coffee lowers the risk of developing Parkinson's disease. 
One study showed that drinking four to five cups of coffee a day cut the risk of developing Parkinson's disease in half compared to drinking little or no caffeine. Another recent study found that drinking coffee actually lessened the effects of Parkinson's among those who already had it. Number two, coffee offers protection from type 2 diabetes. A study tracking changes in caffeine intake, thus at some level controlling for individual lifestyles, found that those who decreased their coffee consumption by more than one cup per day simultaneously increased their risk of type 2 diabetes by 17%. Those who drink more than three cups of coffee per day reduce their chances by as much as 50%. Number three, coffee lowers rates of depression. A study of more than 50,000 women in the U.S. found that while all of the participants began the study free of depression, those who drank more than three cups of coffee per day were found to have a 20% lower risk of developing depression later. Studies including other sexes also found a decreased risk of depression, but to a lesser degree, around 10% lower risk. Interestingly, other caffeinated beverages like sodas are more likely to increase depression rather than combat it. Number four, coffee is a great source of antioxidants. Antioxidants help our bodies combat cell damage. While fruits and vegetables are also great sources of antioxidants, studies show that our bodies may absorb those antioxidants more readily from coffee. Number five, coffee lowers the risk of liver damage. Too much alcohol consumption damages the liver and can eventually lead to liver cirrhosis and even liver failure. A study of over 125,000 people found that those who drank at least one cup of coffee per day were 20% less likely to develop liver disease. Number six, coffee protects against heart disease. Multiple studies have linked coffee consumption to both reduced risk of coronary heart disease and possibly a moderate reduction in the risk of stroke among women. Among the nearly 70 different kinds of plants that produce coffee beans, the most popular are Coffea arabica and Coffea canifora robusta. The arabica beans tend to contain more of the chemicals associated with positive effects on the brain, while the robusta variety usually contain more caffeine and chemicals linked to lowered risk of heart disease and type 2 diabetes. So are there any downsides to drinking coffee? The bitter taste of coffee acts as a warning sign that too much coffee, a kind of alkaloid, is not a good thing. Many alkaloids are toxic, so that bitter taste is your body's defense mechanism, warning our brain not to consume too much. Current recommendations suggest not surpassing 400 milligrams of caffeine per day, about three to five cups of coffee, depending on your brew of choice. Too much coffee, and thus caffeine, can lead to anxiety, increased heart rate, and a lack of sleep. The health benefits of coffee can also depend on what you are putting in your daily cup of joe. An 8-ounce cup of black coffee only contains 2 calories, but a tablespoon of cream will add another 50 calories. A 16-ounce Starbucks peppermint white chocolate mocha with whipped cream, that clocks in in over 550 calories. So again, not all cups of coffee are created equal. The sign hanging over the coffee machine in my office claims, quote, Coffee has a distinct smell that helps us forget how hard it is to be awake, end quote. And there actually might be some real science to back that claim. Science seems to be telling us that we can drink up guilt-free, but as with most things, moderation is likely key. 
Until next time, this is Sabrina Steerwalt with Everyday Einstein's quick and dirty tips for helping you make sense of science. You can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter where I'm at QDT Einstein. If you have a question that you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Dunkin' Cold Coffee can be brewed at home in your Keurig coffee maker with Dunkin' Cold K-Cup Pods. Just brew it hot over ice and enjoy flavor that's crafted to serve cold. The home with Dunkin' is where you want to be.